Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Familypreneur podcast. We are in the middle of a really special series of interviews with industry-leading experts who also happen to be speaking at the Become Influential Virtual Summit, June 8th through 12th. Become Influential is a summit I created and hand-selected each amazing speaker for to support busy parents through the process of building profitable businesses without sacrificing family time. If you haven't already gotten your free ticket to the summit, you can grab that at becomeinfluential.com. Now I'm excited to introduce you to Marta Spurk and talk about self-empowerment through self-love. Hey, Marta, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat. Oh, I am too. This has been such a fun series for me where we're getting on uh, an interview with all of our Become Influential Virtual Summit speakers. And you are going to be speaking on opening day, so <laughs> Monday. Oh my goodness! Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. Monday, <laughs> June eighth is the the first day of summit sessions. It runs June eighth through twelfth, and you're presenting on Monday, which is our day for self care and mindset. Yay. So important for parents mm-hmm. and entrepreneurs. Um, it's yes. I said this in another episode, so I'm sorry for the broken record for all my listeners. But it's like the airplane mask. Like you, you nope. have to take care of yourself before you can mm-hmm. take care of other people. So I feel like you are amazing at this. I love the content that you produce and the communities that you're building. I'd love for you to tell me a little bit about your journey because you've got such a great story. So tell me a little bit about your journey into motherhood and how that has like morphed your entrepreneurship into this amazing business focused on self-love. Yes. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad that you used that analogy of the mask because that's my favorite one. It just, it doesn't fail. Everybody gets it. Everybody knows, right? And it makes so much sense. And I am very uh, happy to hear that day one is self-care because it really does come first, right? Uh, We hear a lot about, um, you know, growing your business, all the techniques. And my talk is going to be focused on you can't really grow until you grow personally, which you grow at the same time as your business grows, but you are your business. So you have to grow in order for your business to grow. So self-care is super important. But about me, um, my entrepreneurship journey actually started, and I only realized this after I started my second business, um, when I was very young. So I'm originally from Brazil, and I started teaching English when I was 14. Um, and it became a thing, like a little business that people paid me for uh, classes and They would come to my house, I would go to their house, and languages and uh, translation interpretation has been my career and still is. I still work as an interpreter, but it was when I had triplets that my coaching business began because it was something that I needed for myself. All of a sudden, I felt kind of lost, you know, identity crisis, 
major identity crisis with becoming a mom, and especially a mom to triplets. And at the time I was living in Brazil and we moved to the U.S., back to the U.S. when the kids were nine months old. And it was a lot to process, you know, uh, being by myself, a first time mom away from my family, uh, my husband working during the day and having to take care of them by myself. And that's when I realized I needed to take care of me in order to be able to be present for them. And that's when, you know, the business kind of unfolded by with my needs of um, thankless retention to my thoughts and my feelings, becoming more self-aware. And as I started sharing that on social media, I, re I realized lots of other moms uh, were going through the same struggles and not having anybody to talk to about this or feeling like they needed to brush off those feelings and just deal with it, sacrifice themselves and their identity. And I decided that I wasn't going to sacrifice myself or my identity. And I started encouraging other women to do the same. And that was helping me and has been helping me continue, continue on with the work that I do with myself. And at first I was focusing a lot on moms, uh, but at the same time, telling them to understand that there's more to their identities than just being a mom. And that's usually what leaves us feeling uh, unfulfilled or just resenting our lifestyle with having to dedicate so much of our time to other people and to our kids, obviously. Um, and with that, I, I didn't want to, to say, I'm here to help moms. I wanted to say, I'm here to help women because that is my, my, my idea behind all of this is understanding that women have so many facets. One of them is being a mom, if you're a mom, and then another one of them is being an entrepreneur, if you're an entrepreneur. And it's the self-awareness of all the little pieces that make up the puzzle of you is so important so that you can take better care of yourself. You have to, to know yourself, to know your needs so that you can take care of them instead of expecting other people to recognize your needs and be there for you all of the time. That's a lot of pressure on other people, right? And they have their own needs, their own insecurities, their own problems. So why not take that time to focus on yourself? And what I've realized is that this has equipped me to be there for my family more and to be there for my kids more because I am having that personal fulfillment within myself and making myself whole with me and then, you know, passing that on to my kids and being more present for them. And I just, this is something that I haven't even told you, um, but the other day you, I don't know if you posted a picture on Facebook or it was reshared and it was of you breastfeeding your babies. And yes. I just have to tell you that that picture, I, I imagine that that like encompasses like your entire journey as a mom and yeah. it was so powerful. And I swear, I said to my husband, I, I, I just feel like you were super mom in that picture um, with like feeding two babies and the other baby waiting on the sideline. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> That's my life. <laughs> I only have two hands <laughs> and two boots. <laughs> oh. And I think, I think it kind of ties into that story, you know, just of, yeah. I mean, I've only ever had one baby at a time. I have four kids, but mm -hmm. I've only ever had one baby at a time. And even having just one baby at a time, you do lose that. You just lose a sense of yourself yeah. because all of your energy is focused on this baby, which is part of the problem, right? Because all of your energy is focused on the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Some of it on you. So I love mm -hmm. that. I don't want to say I love that you were so drained <laughs> by three babies, but I, I love that. I 
you know, that you had that experience and that you not only recognized how to help yourself, but that you've been able to like transition that into recognizing how you can help women in general. And I know you work with a lot of moms, but really women in general, Um, because self-care is one of those tough things where it's, it's, and I got some of this from you, so you're, it's probably going to sound familiar, but it's like you can listen to a self-care podcast, you can read a self-care book, you can do all these self-care things, and I do those things, mm-hmm. you know? And you get this, like, surge of empowerment, and then life gets in the way again, yep. and it's like this constant struggle. Um, so you really need a routine, something yes. consistent, and, and that's what I love that you bring to the table. So can you tell me a little bit about the actual session? Um, let's yes. like dive into the meaty goodness of mm-hmm. what you're going to be teaching us. In yeah. And, and you actually just talked uh, about the, the, like the beginning of what I talk about, which is self-awareness um, because it's great for you to get that surge with the things that you do, but then the day happens, right? As soon as you get your morning routine in, and you do all the amazing practices that whatever it is that makes you happy and makes you, you know, be in a good mood to take on the day, then you get caught up in traffic, or then, you know, the child does something and the house is a mess or whatever happens, then everything that you just did may fly out the window, how are you going to recompose yourself? And this is what I believe that we should be gearing towards. It's not just depending on that momentary surge that with whatever practice that we do is keeping that throughout our day. And self-awareness is what allows you to do that. Because you may have that moment where you're just going to scream and you're just going to cry and you want to, you know, curl up in a ball, but then you have to pick yourself back up. And you you can't depend on somebody else um, to do that for you. And you may not be able to listen to that podcast episode that one time, right? It's just a split second kind of thing, like a switch inside of you that will allow you to pick yourself back up. And how do you do that? It's practice. And I have loved um, being able to combine like my past with languages and with learning and teaching languages into what I do now, because it's really the same concept. Um, The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. The way you learn one thing is the way you learn everything. You have to practice, right? It takes time. You get better at it as you go. And it, it's normal for you to get frustrated when, when you're like, oh my gosh, I just lost it and I screamed at everybody and then you beat yourself up. But the fact that first you become aware of something that you didn't know that you were doing before, that's a great step. And that's another thing that I'm going to be talking about is celebrating yourself, learning to look for the positive things. Because as moms, as women, and, and as entrepreneurs, we tend to beat ourselves up a lot because we have so many responsibilities. It's all on us you know, with the business. And so, you know, you're your own accountant, your own for the most part, you know, for for most entrepreneurs. And um, whenever you make one mistake, or whenever you get that one negative feedback, the whole world comes falling down. And then how do you pick yourself back up? You wait for that other positive feedback, or you wait for that other enrollment so that you're happy about yourself? No, you have to be able to celebrate yourself all of the time and not depend on that external validation. And so this is really what I encourage people to do is to develop this practice of looking for the positive things, which is, in other words, gratitude, but not gratitude for things and for people, which that is great. And that's important. Gratitude for yourself, taking pride in yourself, 
Because at the end of the day, if you are exhausted and you feel like you accomplished nothing or you feel like you did a lot, but just you miss that one item and then the whole day feels like it went to waste, that's no way of living, right? You have to be able to feel happy about the good things that did, that happened in your day and the good things that you did because we tend to focus so much on the negative. And here's an interesting thing that I learned not too long ago um, with doing therapy sessions with one of my sons, helping with his behavior. And it's really been therapy sessions for me because I learned how to handle his behavior and help him, you know, uh, since he's only four. It's that um, the reason why we focus so much on the negative, because it's an instinct, right? You tend to look for the negative because you want to fix that problem. Because isn't that what we're trained to do as humans, evolution, whatever you want to call it, whenever you see smoke, you start getting worried, right? Whenever you hear a weird noise, oh my gosh, I need to fix it. So you're trained, your brain has been trained instinctively to look for the things that are wrong so that you can fix it, right? But sometimes there's nothing to fix, especially when it's your feelings. And you have to be able to embrace those feelings, you know, acknowledge them and let it go or switch them into something positive. So it's not that there's something wrong with you for focusing so much on the negative, that's really human nature. But let's retrain yourself since there's no imminent danger to focus on the positive things, especially the positive things about yourself. Wow, I feel like that is so powerful. That makes so much sense. And it's, I feel like it's, it's nuggets and value bombs like that that make it so hard to do an interview. Because I'm taking in all this information. <laughs> Man, that, that's, it's, it's like fight or flight. Like you, you're, yeah. you're searching for the danger. Mm-hmm. And when there is no danger, your mind will like take something that isn't dangerous and make it feel dangerous. Yeah. And then that's when anxiety and overwhelm comes into play. Well, and to tie back, I didn't explain how that relates to my son is that, um, <laughs> Because the focus of the therapy is you have to acknowledge when he does positive things more. And we don't do that. You know, oh, you asked me for some juice. You actually said, please. Because he actually says it, I don't even pay attention or acknowledge that. I only pay attention when he doesn't say it. You know what I mean? I only pay attention when he screams or when he whines. And, and then he keeps doing it because that's what caught my attention instead of focusing on the good things. And we do this with everything. Again, with a negative feedback from clients or whatever, that's, you know, it ruins their whole day because that's where our focus is. Where it, what if you switch your focus to how amazing you are? Things are going to change and they're going to change fast. Oh, that is so amazing. Well, if that doesn't make you want to join your session, I don't know what will. <laughs> I can't wait for like a more in-depth training into how to how to implement these concepts into everyday life and um, not only implement them, but like we talked about in the beginning, bringing it full circle, being able to practice and make them a part of the routine so that it's not just like that podcast that once it's off, it's off and then something else replaces it. I think that's the most important part. Now, before we totally wrap up though, I just, um, (laughs) I'm going to put you on the spot for a minute. Okay. (laughs) I like it. Don't get too nervous. But I just want to humanize you a little bit because okay. you still struggle with stuff, right? Like, the, like yeah. there's no perfect answer. Um, and I think that almost just to make sure that people aren't too hard on themselves, even being 
the expert in this topic, there are still struggles, right? Like, are there, oh, you know, yeah. that's where like community and stuff comes in. Yes, yes. And this is exactly why I do what I do, because I have realized, and this is what I've realized with, you know, being a teacher too, is that teachers, they, they have to share so that they can help themselves, you know, and so that I'm not in my head so much. When I talk, it helps me because I need this more than anybody. And this is what I have been able to understand about myself and then help other women do is that so much of my life I have spent, and this is because of my personality type and I encourage uh, people to take an Enneagram test and all the things. Um, and I'll talk more about this in my session too, um, is that I like instinctively or innately or and because of my upbringing have trained myself to depend so much on other people's um, validation and on recognition. And this has been the biggest struggle for me into, you know, being a mom to three kids is that I've kind of had to share the spotlight with my kids. And that was really hard for me, especially with the identity, loss of identity there. And instead of waiting for others to say, oh, you're amazing, which they still do. People still praise me for all of this, but it's never enough. You know, I, I came to a point where I understood that no matter how many compliments and recognitions I would get, I would still feel empty. And I still struggle with that. And this has helped me a lot because I have been pouring into myself more and saying, I am amazing and reminding myself, I don't need anybody to tell me this. Even if people tell me it's not going to be enough, you know, but I can't depend on that because I can control when people are going to compliment me or not. And one of my favorite quotes ever that I always say when people ask me, what's your favorite quote is a quote that I found on Pinterest by accident that said, um, see your beauty without a compliment and without a mirror. And this is what I try to remind myself all of the time, because we have to be able to see our value and our worth without having to have somebody show it to us. You are the first one that needs to see it and um, understand it and recognize it because you are the person you spend the most time with. You're with you all of the time. And this is what I have to remind myself all the time. So that's number one struggle. And that's my number one message, right? Your mess is your message usually. And um, because this has really been the hardest thing for me is, um, again, everything that I'm saying here is what I struggle with. But I have I've, I realized that lots of women struggle with it too, um, maybe on different levels, depending on their personality type as well. Uh, but for me, the recognition and putting a lot of emotional pressure on people to fulfill me has been the struggle. And so the path that I have taken really has been to help myself. And, and, and I, and seeing that other people can be helped with this uh, really helps me too. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. That, and I, I, I definitely relate to so much of what you said, especially the going to bed at night and feeling like you didn't get anything yeah. done. I think that's, mm -hmm. I think that's really common with parent entrepreneurs. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like this has been an amazing episode. I don't even want to call it like a mini episode because I feel like we just took what would normally be like a long podcast and shoved it yeah. into a little space. Um, still has all the value there. And I encourage everybody who's listening to grab your free ticket at becomeinfluential.com. Totally free. Make sure that you are signed on and ready for Marta's session on Monday, 
June 8th. Don't skip this one. You'll have access to that recording too for 24 hours with a free ticket um, or year-long access if you opt for that all-access pass. Thank you so much for joining me today and for everything that you're pouring into the summit, um, helping to make it amazing. I appreciate you. so much for inviting me, Meg. This is going to be so fun. We're all busy. I get that. Believe me. But before you do anything else, hop over to becomeinfluential.com and grab your free ticket to the Become Influential Virtual Summit. It's happening June 8th through 12th, and you definitely don't want to miss it. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Do us a favor. Share this podcast to a friend. It's like my mom always says, sharing is caring.